Hi everyone, this is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. Tonight's episode is called The Pink Skirt Plot. What do you think? I was intrigued. Mm, Sounds like a Pink Panther mystery. Sounds like the Pink Gun Affair. It does. I was hoping we'd see Mankey with the hanky. Wait, was it the Pink Gun Affair or the Pink Gun Mystery? The Pink Gun Mystery. Hmm. Mm, mystery, I think. Uh, but the title They never is- use the word incident. <laughs> yeah, they should use incident more. Mm-hmm. They should use kerfuffle. Yeah. I like plot. They don't use plot that often. Yeah, the it Charleston- sounds- No, Carrollton plot. It sounds like Hitchcock a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, it's very misleading, this title is. You think so? A little bit, because I just didn't- It plays so little- what the pink skirt is, yeah. not to give anything away, but it's not, yeah. it does not give anything away about what happens here. All right, let's, let's get into it because this is a two hour episode. Did you have any morning announcements for us? No, I don't. Let's jump right in. Let's go. Uh, 10, 18, 19. Oh, that was kind of a fun date. That's when this aired. Huh. Uh, season 28, episode four. We're still at the beginning of the season. There's never a break. We keep they going. Don't, there's no rest for the weary, but we no. have a fancy new host. We do. Hosted by our new friend. We met her in New York. I think we We're can not, say that. Yeah, no, we can say that. It's out there. We met her last week in New York filming this pilot thing that we talked about on social media. Mm-hmm. If you're not on social media, what are you doing? Uh, living a, a better life than I am, probably. I was going to say. Probably. <laughs> Generally happier than I am and most oh, other people who are on social media. So good for you. Well Don't fulfilled. join social media. Yeah, yeah. There we go. So she was delightful. I really liked her. Yeah. Um, and I did not creep her out by telling her that my dad is in love with her. No. I learned my lesson with Andrea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so not going to do that again. I learned from my mistakes. Well, did you or did you almost... We're going to, and then... I was going to, and then you advised me not to. Your good friend said, hey, maybe maybe pump the brakes. Yeah. I didn't say that. I would never say that. That's so condescending. I'm so sorry. Hey, pump the brakes on that. You could. <laughs> you have permission to just pop Kimberly, the- you're a little much. Why you don't you take it down a notch? Just a straight pop in the nose. Just okay. pop. Yeah. <laughs> pop. <laughs> uh, so this episode is one night in... Should I try to do an accent? Like, throughout this whole episode. Puerto Rico. No, you should not. I was wondering what kind of an accent you were going to try. And I was like, surely not from Puerto Rico. She wouldn't. Super offensive. Yeah. Guatemala. Guatemala. (laughs) No, I can't. Ibiza. (laughs) Ibiza. You're welcome. Puerto Rico. No. No. That sounds Italian. Puerto Rico. I don't know what it sounds like. It's good, though. It's You had a shimmy. Puerto Rico. There we go. That's a Peggy Hill. Oh, yeah, no, when she goes, Cinco de Mayo. Oh, baby. Or, yeah, she doesn't get it. Yeah. It hurts me. Yeah. So, uh, one night in Puerto Rico, Adam Anhang is attacked with his wife. Aria. Aria. Sorry. It's spelled crazy. <laughs> it's spelled like Ori, 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 she did. Mm-hmm. It was a brutal attack. Now, Natalie gives us a that sort of thing doesn't happen here right off the bat. Right. I feel like she's go- she's like, I'm only on Dateline once in a while. I'm going to fill out as many bingo cards as I can. Yes. 
it's probably she probably had that in mind. I feel like she it's safe to say she did. She didn't say that to us specifically, but she did say this episode has it all. Like in the many, many years that they were filming this, because this case spanned Yeah. Many years even before we were here, she knew. Yeah. No. But we the seed for the bingo cards was deep in my subconscious when I was a wee babe. A wee babe. Um, I do. I thought it looked really pretty, though. That old San Juan, wherever they were. Boy, did it look pretty. Yeah, it does. Uh, Adam was Canadian, so mm-hmm. we are international already. There we go. And we're only going to get more. Oh, yeah. So some accents are going to come out. Can you do a, a Canadian? Eh? Well, that looks good, eh? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't do it. I can only think of Strange Brew. And, and that's, I feel like, a real hyper... Mm. You know, I haven't watched that in a long time. I need to watch that movie. Isn't that, that was... like a stoner's movie? It is. I don't know why I like that movie so much, because I typically don't like... I do like some stonery stuff. I do. So, Adam was only 32. It's It was so sad. Yeah. And he was a very prominent businessman in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. The journalist who Natalie's talking to... Now, if I tried to do his accent... I would be thrown off the podcast forums. It would be very offensive. He has a very thick accent. He does. And it's I, lovely. It's luscious. It's, it is. It is like Puerto Rico butter. prime. Yep. Butter. I did miss a couple things that he was saying because mm. I'm really dumb. Really? But thankfully, you, yeah. Do you have a hard time with accents sometimes? Sometimes. Really? I put on the subtitles a lot. I'm really dumb. No, I don't think that's dumb. That's definitely an ear thing. I I know people like that, that they can't, they honestly, they won't understand what someone is saying. They can't, their brain yeah. won't translate it. Like, Oh, I have to have subtitles on for every British crime drama that I watch. That's, that's a, you have that thing. I'm gonna find out what that is. And I'm gonna diagnose you. I'm excited. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So at one point, he says that the spectators saw like a heavy, tall, d- heavy set man mm-hmm. or something. I could not understand what he was saying, but thankfully Natalie repeats it right after, like for emphasis, mm-hmm. but also for the dummies like me. Oh boy. So it's I not dummy, that. it's a medical condition. Thank you. Like car blindness. N- not so, like that at all. It really, okay. a medical condition. <laughs> so <laughs> Natalie also is wearing wedge sandals. On the cobblestone streets of old San Juan. Oh, we're we're going into fashion police already? Just because of the danger of it. Like, that's a recipe for a broken ankle, Natalie. What are I'm, you doing? I'm going to hold until fashion police because I do have some items on what she is wearing. And they're not bad. I am just specifically talking about the shoes. The shoes and are the, the uneven terrain. Okay, that is the smartest shoe if you're wearing a heel. On a cobblestone street, I'm not sure why you're questioning it because I was like, "Well, that's smart." Because wearing heels is the worst idea, and I've seen right. it multiple times. Wearing a wedge is smart. You want to lift, but you need a flat bottom. You need a platform. Couldn't she wear a flat or some Doc Martens? No, but I'm saying if you if she's wanting to wear a heel, that is the only appropriate heel to wear. Thing with a lift, shoe with a lift. Okay. I still would die on the cobblestones. Yeah. I mean, I think I would just die in flats. It's in tricky. flats on cobblestones. No. Yeah. Adam's friends from business school, we meet them. Mm-hmm. There's three of them. Mm-hmm. We also meet his adorable 
older Jewish parents. Oh my goodness. They become very important to the story. And to my heart. And to our hearts. We've adopted them. Yeah. Little babushkas. Yeah, mommy and daddy and Hank can come and have Thanksgiving with me if they want. They're all devastated. Um, Adam was a funny guy. He used to walk around with a little briefcase like Alex P. Keaton. So cute. Come on. Yeah. And he went to Wharton School for Business. Dare I say he was the perfect Jewish son. Yeah. I thought about that. That is, right? He reminds me of one of my cousins. Okay. Yeah. He had a huge personality and the biggest heart of anyone, Mm. which they usually do say on Dateline, but they all said it, so I believed it. And the stories they told seemed to go along with that. The stories, because they gave like examples of how he had the big heart, and they really went along with that. Also... How sad the friends still were in these interviews, I feel like is a big tell. Yeah. Not that not any when anyone passes. Because you would be over it. No, I'm sorry. But when anyone passes, it's a loss. But like they had a plethora of friends to like come on and talk yeah. about him. It's never like with me, it would be like Kimberly had an average size heart. Like, I wouldn't say it was the biggest. Like, she won't go out of her way to help you, but if you asked her several times, then she might. She was and okay. might only make you feel a little bit bad later. Yeah, she might put a tiny bit of a guilt trip. Yeah. yeah. And ask that you reimburse her gas. Yeah. That, that's all. Um, she, was, she was okay. So, Adam became a huge real estate guy worth millions, like in his 20s. Yeah. He fell in love with Puerto Rico and the development opportunity there. So he moved there. He met this woman, Aurea. Aurea. Yeah. Aria. How do you say it? Aria. Aria. Thank Mm -hmm. you. I'm just going to start spelling it phonetically because I can't do it with the Aurea. So her aura. So basically all these women are into Adam, but Aria wanted it more. She She had the the eye of the tiger. Yeah. She was willing to cut a bee to get to him. Yeah. She was, she's the girl in The Bachelor that says, can I steal him for a minute? Way <gasps> too many times. Yeah. When she's already stolen him for seven minutes in a row. Yeah. And then she keeps coming back. But she so, doesn't win. That girl never wins The Bachelor, does she? I haven't really seen The Bachelor. I'm assuming. I think she, occasionally she gets to the finals because the producers think she's good TV. Hating her makes for good TV. Ah. That's what I think happens. Okay. But let's be real. Basically, off the bat, we realized that Arya was into Adam for the money. It's pretty clear. Just from the way the friend describes her, she tries to fit in with his rich friends. She wanted to be in business, so Adam bought her a bar called the Pink Skirt. Crazy. Bought her a bar? Yeah. Ugh. That's a good wedding present. So in 2005, they get married, and by September, he was dead. Hmm. He and Arya had went to Old San Juan for dinner. They walked towards Arya's bar, and then he was attacked and murdered. The police are looking into the case, but so is Abe and Hang, Adam's dad. Yeah. Every Jewish grandpa, Abe. Wonderful. He's like every member of my family. I can't with Abe. He's like this little man with his pants up really high. Oh, yeah. And he, he's so and determined. Cute, so determined. Yeah the best he goes to puerto rico to investigate the crime Mm -hmm. the police arrest a man jonathan roman who is unfortunately arrested whilst wearing 
a Subway sandwich baseball cap. Eh, is that the style, though? A Subway yeah. baseball is he, hat is yeah. the style? Normcore. Like Nike? Yeah, Normcore. Do you think he that could Jonathan be a hipster. was a hipster? No, I'm trying to give him some credit. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, so Jonathan kind of looks like how an eyewitness described the killer. Mm-hmm. That's what they have to go on, so they arrest him. He goes to trial and he's convicted. But Abe doesn't think that that's it. He thinks there's other people involved, or if it is Jonathan, someone hired Jonathan to murder Adam. He thinks it wasn't random, it was a hit job. Adam's friends and the parents all think it was Jody Arias. Mm-hmm. She looks. Aria. She's. Oh, Aria. Jody Aria. So. Adam's mom says that Arya was the ultimate con. Yeah. Adam's friends say that she wasn't even attracted to him, which I thought was very harsh. But also weird because he's not unattractive. Let's be honest. No. There's there's nothing wrong with the way that... I mean, he's not Brad Pitt, but he's definitely not unattractive. No. So, uh, okay. It was about the money. Yeah. So we find out more about where they got married. They got married in secret because Area 51, Aria, sorry, said she was pregnant. Wow. He found out, realized like immediately. She's in on it for the money. Mm -hmm. She was never pregnant. I married this girl. I didn't even tell my family about it because I just was freaking out about the whole thing. So... Aria and Adam move into this house as newlyweds, but as you do, Aria invited her sister, her mother, and her two brothers to live with them. No, thank you. What? No. So I was watching at my parents' house, and that's when the comparison started, because um, my dad said, well, my mom was obviously in it for the money Mm -hmm. and didn't really love him, and also my mom invited her sister and mom on their honeymoon with them. True story. My mom says that my dad was okay with it. It was his idea. And my dad says, I was drugged. I have no memory of the whole thing. That's really... Like, invited on the honeymoon, like, they all hung out on the honeymoon, or they just came to the place that they were? Both. And I think he paid for them. What? Because I think they went to Europe, and he had they had never been to Europe. Your dad is an unbelievably kind man. That's kind. Or, or blinded. By or, this evil woman who pretended that she was pregnant. Aw, Joni. And wanted money. But also, so was the divorce... Here's my question about the Arya-Adam situation. Was the divorce sort of already gonna happen when he found out that she wasn't actually pregnant? Or was that like the catalyst that was, we're gonna get it. I- I'm done with this. This was a ruse. This was awful. Like That was, I think, the first step... Second thing automatically was them all living with them. Was them moving in. Uh obviously taking advantage of him. Like, basically taking money right in front of him, I think. And also speaking Spanish about him in front of him. Yeah. He felt like they were making fun of him in his own house. And they probably were. So, Ariana Grande is Mm -hmm. a full-on liar and a trickster. She was so bad that he pretty much, I think within a month or two, moved out into his own apartment. And he starts planning for the divorce. Yeah. Now, I thought that was impressive because usually on Dateline, it takes years 
to find out that they're married to someone that they do not recognize. Usually they don't find out until they're dead. He figured it out right away. And he was smart. Married a stranger. Yeah, he was actually smart. Yes. The, a lot of times we get Well, we're not saying the victims on Dateline aren't smart, but they ignore no, a no, lot I'm of red saying flags. They're way more blinded by love. He was way not more as blinded, blinded as some of the people that we've seen. That go some back of the killers and back. On Dateline are not being as obvious as Arya was. She and her family seem to be being fairly obvious. Yeah, that's true. So he's scared of what Arya might do. He hires his friend to be his bodyguard. He was that scared Mm -hmm. and accompany him everywhere. The night he died, he planned to go to dinner with Arya to get her on board with the divorce. He told the bodyguard to stay home because he wanted to butter her up. So she'd agree to the divorce and sign the papers. And the bodyguard friend who thought of Adam like a son feels so guilty. It's really, really sad. That is awful. Yeah. I mean, it was Adam who told him not to come, but he still feels like he got killed on his watch. It seems a weird moment for Adam to be like, don't come. This seems like a very odd... This seems like the thing you would want to come, right? If you're Right. So I don't think that we're getting all the information. Well, she had called him a lot that day and been really nice. Right. So I think, I don't know. I don't think we're, he was specifically worried about her. I think he was worried about people in her orbit. So the fact well, that maybe it was just her for dinner. Like, I don't think he would have gone to the house without bodyguards. Right. Like, that would have been a trap. But mm-hmm. maybe in public, he felt safe. But going to this nice restaurant or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Adam's dad says that Arya didn't grieve Adam's death at all. Mm-hmm. She was not grieving him. She was greeting him. Abe, did you he- can you be my uncle? I promise I'll laugh at all your jokes, even if they're not funny. Did you hear Did you hear greeting? I had to go back a couple times. I was like, Gre- greeting him? Greeting? Gre- What's he saying? <laughs> no. I was, it was bad. I had to get my ear horn. It was terrible. <laughs> she was greeting him like, hello. That's what I kept hearing. And I was bon like, sure. what? What is the, what are you, what Hola. analogy are you trying to make? And then I was like, oh, greedy. Oh. <laughs> so if you're greeting or grieving someone, we have an offer that might help. Sure do. BetterHelp offers counseling with a licensed therapist within the privacy and safe space of your own home, or perhaps the home that your husband moved out of because you had every member of your family move into and then openly mock him and steal money from him until he leaves. You can confidentially text, chat, phone, or video with a counselor. BetterHelp has counselors that are specialized in anxiety, depression, sleeping problems, whatever sort of self-esteem issue it is that causes you to fake a pregnancy to snag a rich husband. If for any reason you don't like your counselor, you can switch at no additional charge. It's also super affordable, and our listeners get 10% off your first month with the discount code DATELINE. You just go to betterhelp.com forward slash dateline. You fill out the questionnaire. They pair you with the counselor. It's super, super easy. Go to betterhelp.com forward slash dateline. Much like Father Abe is going to crack the case of his son's murder, BetterHelp is going to crack open your baggage. Oh, wait, wait, wait. And help you unpack it for good. They're beautiful. Okay. Sometimes. Sometimes I got it. So get everyone can use some. I forgot what we do here. Help. Mm. Better. Hel- no. Better health. Because sometimes we can all just do a little 
Because sometimes we can all just do a little better. With help from better help. There we go. Yeah. Guys, no shame in it. Everyone, nope. it's okay to reach out for help. Check them out. So Arya wants her share of Adam's money, which is $8 million. My God. Yeah. He had a lot of money. So she and her family are literally scavenging his house, his car, grabbing up all of his possessions while they can, like, Spanish-speaking vultures. Wow. I googled the word for vultures. It's buitre. Buitre. Spell it for me. B-U-I-T-R-E. B-U-I-T-R-E. Yeah. Buitre? Buitres. We don't know. Adam's father, Abe, is puttering around Puerto Rico with his belts just so high. Yep. Like most old men, just adorable. Higher the belt, closer to God. The higher the belt, the more knowledge you possess. Yep. And he starts to think that maybe the guy who's in jail for the murder wasn't even involved at all. Mm Mm-hmm. Jonathan with the subway hat. Now, there's no evidence that put Jonathan away. It was only the word of this one witness. So Abe starts going to bars, both alcohol and coffee, he says. I loved that. He's like, coffee or booze or whatever he says. Yeah. What does he say? Coffee or liquor. He's very funny. Yeah. He's like, bars are where you get the scoop. Yeah. They're scooping out the beans. They're scooping out the liquor. I feel like they he'd be a little scooping up your vomit. Yeah. And they are ready to serve the tea. Oh, the tea. I, yeah. Um, do you think that he's a little conspicuous at these bars, though? Well, I'm trying to picture the local haunts in Puerto Rico. Yeah. And then he comes in, puttering in. Yeah. I mean, he would look like a tourist. What is the Jewish population in Puerto Rico? I got to think it's not high, but I don't want to assume. Okay. So... I'm not even going to make that assumption. But yeah, he's probably very conspicuous, but I think he is well-received. And people start to open up to him. I think he even goes to what we learn later is like the not great area of Puerto Rico. What's it called? La Perla? Yes. Which is also the name of a fancy underwear brand, which I was very confused about. Interesting, because it's notorious in this area for being where all the criminals live. It's notorious in my head for having $120 bras. So that's Jeezy cool. crackers. Yeah, sorry. That's a lot of money to put on your boobies. I'm not sure if it's that expensive, but it's a lot. So, so Abe is talking to all these people, and word on the street is, Jonathan did not do it. Like, everyone knows. Yeah. They've accepted that it wasn't Jonathan. And they just know that the police got the wrong guy. Hmm. But no one's really telling the police that. They're just discussing it. Amongst each other. That's good. That's helpful. That's great for Jonathan. So Abe goes, yeah, I know. They don't care. They're like, oh, poor Jonathan. He got picked up by the cops. He's in jail for the rest of his life. I wonder how he's doing. It's hilarious. We should go visit. I should write him a letter. Yeah. Um, So Abe puts some, goes to the FBI. He is so passionate and old Jewish man cute that he convinces the FBI to look into it. Also, it's a really famous case now in Puerto Rico because Adam was such a in like a huge well-known businessman there and so wealthy. Right. But mostly I think it was Abe. I think it was Abe's persuasion. But this is this is difficult, right? Because you're looking at a Canadian victim living in Puerto Rico, which is 
and a territory owned by the United States and then going to the U- the US FBI. Right. Well, the US FBI does have jurisdiction, jurisdiction because but, it's a US territory. But still and tricky. The the FBI is able to investigate if the person is not American. They are. Yeah. But it is still But it's interesting. a big it's a gamble and it's a big ask. It is a big they ask. might not take in as much interest in it, you know, if it was a straight up American citizen. Right. So, so I think it was really Abe that did the convincing, because who could say no to those eyes? No, no one. No one. Now, what Adam's mom doing, it's unclear, but I think she maybe is the silent um, silent strength behind Abe. Oh, I don't think so. I think she's out in front. I think that she, she was doing all the research, making all the travel plans. I think she is supportive. Oh, and she's like, the administrative role that oh, yeah. never gets sung as pie of praises unsung hero the one who does the actual footwork correct she was not That's physically able to do the footwork so he went and did the footwork but he was doing it for the both Abe of them. was able to do the footwork there we go so he did it you're right she's not getting the the due that she deserves no she's also equally adorable bright red hair a hundred percent little glasses yeah she's little lady fantastic yeah. Then we meet. Are we ready? I wasn't ready. Two FBI hotties. I see. Can I say mm-hmm. FBI candy? Oh, God. You like it. I don't know if I like it, but you can say that. But more, I think that um, Kowalski and Patterson, which is whom we're talking about, do we, I know they're not technically detectives. Can they maybe run a different part of our team? A more oh, yeah, FBI definitely. part of our detective. I would love that. Our pro detective team. Okay. With Marsha Marshburn and everybody. Yeah, because yeah, I feel like we need different sex. I think that mm-hmm. under the K&K solves crime brand, right. you need the private eye. Mm-hmm. You need the straight up detectives. Right. And then you need FBI. Yeah, who doesn't need FBI contacts? We do. Yeah, so we need Kowalski and Patterson. You're right. Yeah. FBI eye candy. Now, (laughs) they go to Puerto Rico to investigate, and people are talking on the street to them about the crazy one, which is not me when I've forgotten to take my meds, but Alex Pomone. Mm -hmm. The crazy one. El Pollo Loco. That's the crazy chicken. The right translation. So, El Loco Persona? Uh, what's that? Sure. Okay. During Jonathan Ramon's trial, a witness said that she saw the killer, and it wasn't Jonathan with the subway hat. It was El Loco. Mm-hmm. But no one listened to her. And that really bothered me, because imagine the strength it takes to testify against someone named the crazy one. Right. When it's not even his trial. Yeah. So you know that he's not even going to go to jail necessarily. You're testifying. He's not in custody. You're doing it to get this Jonathan person off. That sucks. So That's some cojones. (laughs) Beautiful. Now... The crazy one lives in La Perla, Mm -hmm. the underwear criminal capital of San Juan. Correct. And this is when Natalie was walking on the rockiest edge of a cliff, basically, Mm -hmm. in the wedges. She's she's a danger girl. 
I was like, Natalie, we like you as a host. You don't ever risk your life for the story. I think she was doing it to be like, you'll remember me. I didn't honestly notice she was walking on an edge. It didn't it, seem that dangerous. I don't think that they would put... I, but you know what? After meeting her, I feel like she is a risk taker. And she'd be like, you know what? Let's do it over here. The shot's going to be better over here. At personal risk. Yeah. No, she's like, this is my moment. I don't... She's a journalist. She'll I'm do whatever shot. it takes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to send her some tennies and some Bomba socks. That's right. Ooh. We have a new advertiser. We do. Bombas, but in honor of this episode, I want to pronounce it Bombas. There we go. Bombas created the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. How amazing is that? Yeah. And for every pair of socks purchased, they donate a pair to someone in need. Unbelievable. Because socks are the number one most requested clothing item in homeless shelters. Wow. You know how much I love helping others while doing something for myself. Mm-hmm. So I love, love, love these companies that give back at the same time. Since they've started, Bombas has donated over 20 million pairs of socks. Come on. Wow. So we've already ordered our socks. We cannot wait for them to arrive. This website was super easy to use. Mm-hmm. My Tootsies are excited, or my Futsalacha, as my mom calls feet. Oh, there we go. And I don't think that's a Jewish or Yiddish term, I think that's... A Joni term. Joni speak. That's okay. So my feet always hurt, and I'm really excited because Bombas has redesigned the sock with arch support and mm-hmm. cushioning on the bottom, and they're supposed to be really soft and breathable, so I won't have sweaty, smelly feet. Plus, they're super cute. I'm so pumped for these socks to arrive. I was talking to one of my friends, and I said that we had a new sponsor called Bombas. They make socks. And she goes, oh, I know exactly what they are. She totally knew all about them. She said, they are the best socks ever. She was like, and you know they donate. She knew all about it. And Mm -hmm. she said that they are the primo of socks. They are. I cannot wait. It's like having like a Lamborghini on your foot. And I get a lot of socks at the Dollar Tree. So this oh, is these like are, I, luxury I socks. Is, yeah. Oh, I can't. I'm going to be addicted. Yeah. That's okay. Listeners of our show can save 20% on your first purchase when you shop at bombas.com forward slash date dateline. That's bombas.com forward slash date dateline to save 20%. It's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com forward slash date dateline. Get your bombas on, everybody. <laughs> trademark. Kimberly Trade, sorry, trademark. Bombas, if you want that to be your new slogan, just let us know. <laughs> so the FBI tracks the crazy one down. What was interesting, I thought, was that that... La Perla area Mm -hmm. is filled with criminals. It's literally where all the criminals in town live, but they kind of self-police themselves. No, because the police can't go there. Right. So they're they're policing themselves. And when they feel like there's too much heat on that area Mm -hmm. because of the crazy one, they just kick him out. So there's no honor among thieves. So he had to go. And they don't like crime. In the area, right? Is that what they were talking? Didn't they say that? That there was no crime because they, they didn't want robberies and things like that in the La Perla area because it it draws attention to it. Oh, that's interesting. They like to We keep... go and do robberies and then we come back and live where we are safe. Right. Correct. It's weird. Yeah. 
I thought that was, I always find that self-policing stuff funny that like the drug lords run it and the police just stay away. Kind of like mobsters, they self-police themselves. Right. It's like there's a code that like yeah. you don't do these kinds of crime because right. only this kind of crime happens here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So interesting. But the crazy one, no longer welcome. No. So He's the too crazy, crazy. So yeah. So they get, they're like, we have enough crazy here. Yeah. With the They they capture the crazy one and he quickly becomes, I couldn't think of anything good. The confessing one. There we go. The talky one. The El Pollo Loco spilled his eggs. The El Pollo Rat. There you go. So he says, yeah, I did kill Adam. And I was hired by Aria. Uh-huh. A- Aria. Mm-hmm. Can't get it. Aria's sister and her sister's boyfriend were also in on it. Mm-hmm. The three of them hired me. They offered him $3 million. Well... That's the cap. We've reached the we've reached the max. So we've reached the maximum amount. That is one hundred percent the highest we've ever seen by far. On Dateline. Also, El, the crazy one is living in La Perla. He's doing crimes all the time. Uh-huh. He would have done it for four hundred bucks. I feel like yeah, and some chicken from KFC. Uh, wait, have we seen anything over a million? Have we seen a million? I feel like we've seen a quarter of a million. I feel like people were, oh, you know, the Hee Haw gang, they started racking up stuff that was like upwards of maybe a million. That's right. But they never actually killed someone, I feel like. So they sucked at it. They were just being clever. Um, Do you think that he made up $3 million? Because I was also thinking that's a little extreme. They weren't going to offer you $3 million. He's trying to impress the FBI. Honestly, that's. Look how much I'm worth. Yes, that's what I think he was doing. I think he was like, I mean, I wouldn't do it for less than $3 million. I was offered a life-changing amount of money. He's like, I know you guys arrested Jonathan while he was wearing a subway cap, but yeah. I want you to know that I only eat at Red Lobster because yeah, I, I have, am worth $3 million. I have standards. Yes. So, well, interestingly enough is that Aria, Aria, I'm so sorry, I'm not doing this on purpose. Cannot- sorry, isn't Aria Stark a person? Aria, yes. Yeah, so why are you having a problem with it? Because that's not how this is spelled. So okay. Aria was getting $8 million if Adam died. Mm-hmm. Now, if she just divorced Adam, I know what you're thinking. Why didn't they just get a divorce? She would only get 3500 a month for three years, and then it would stop. So $8 million was a better deal for her. But $3 million of $8 million is like 30%. That's real. Again, I don't think that number is correct. That number is not, he's not telling the truth. It's really high. Or they never intended to pay him. Right. That's uh, that's true also. Yeah. So Aria planned the whole thing. Mm -hmm. She pushed Adam into going to dinner with her that night. She told El Pollo to hurt her just enough so that the blame wouldn't fall on her. Right. Adam's friend kind of dissed her, and he said she only had, like, a little nick on her head, and she forgot to scream and forgot to run. Yeah, that was kind of great. Yeah. So, Jonathan, Rahman, is released from prison, and I was so happy for him. Yeah. They put this plastic lay on him, like if you're having a tiki party, and they all reached and pulled him up and put him on their shoulders like a Aww. like a bar mitzvah. Yeah. It was a bar mitzvah for Jonathan. Yeah. 
I was rooting for that sweaty guy. Yeah. So he's it was hot in his apartment when they were interviewing him. The FBI have an indictment for Arya, but guess what? Oh boy, she's gone. This she is when it left... gets good. Yeah, this was like the yeah. This second half was wowza. Because I'm just gonna say for the first like I don't know. It took me a minute to get into this one. So if you are experiencing that problem when you guys are watching it, don't you weren't alone. I was having a. It took me a minute to get into it, but by the time. When I looked at the time and I was like, oh, wow, we have an hour left on this. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, things are about to happen. And then things. like, yeah, everything goes nuts. It was every day. Every time they went to commercial day, I was like, there's actually more to yeah. the story. And Lester would be like, you think that's it? No, no, there ma'am. are more twists coming up. Oh, yeah. So Aria has fled the Puerto Rico area and gone mm-hmm. to Italy. On a student visa to study filmmaking. But it appears that she's really preparing to be a 90-day fiancé visa and studying getting knocked up to trap a man, 101. She is going by Beatrice now. Oh, come on. BB, for short. It's it's BB Dominici. She's going by basically the Italian porn star name. Yeah. I'm a Bibi Dominici. <laughs> so she's dyed her hair brown. Yeah. I liked her brown, okay? I, I think, think it I was it brown better. before that because it's brown in the grainy. I have some stuff for this oh, on B-roll. Oh, that's true. But it it is, is brown when she's um, released from the hospital. Yeah. But then it was blonde when they were first married. Correct. It's hard to tell when she's... She's dyeing her hair quite a bit. Okay. Like someone else I know. Yeah. I don't know anybody that does that. No. So she gets pregnant yeah. with twins. Yeah. Twin alert. Twin twin watch. Twins. Is that that's on the bingo cards, right? Twins, twins and all caps. Not on the bingo with cards. Exclamation. I specifically requested twins. On and the how mega, many times have we seen it? On the mega hard bin bingo card. We've Enough. seen it in our Patronus episode, um, Bad Blood. No, but we've seen it highly in some recommend. other ones too. I highly recommend our, ourselves. And I don't bad know blood was not Patronus. Are you sure? Yeah, pretty sure. What other ones can you think of where there have been twins? Um, it's been a couple of times, at least three or four times. I'm listening. I can't. I don't. I can't name names. Because you're I no would snitch, say, and I would say you're I no know, snitch. I'm no rat. I, I said I would. Go, I would say I'll go back and look, but I won't. So just trust me for once. Just I let trust me, you. Yeah. This. Okay. I think I'm right. So I know that Arya is desperate to stay in Italy so she won't be arrested, but is it really worth it to have twins? Like well, to give birth to twins and then have two babies to take care of? Well, that seemed more like a trap for a guy. I, I didn't 100% buy their theory on that, I gotta say. Well, I mean, even I, if I, it's I, to trap a guy, you're really trapping yourself if you make yourself a parent to twins. Your oh, life no, is over as you know it. Well, no, I think she was trying to trap someone that was rich enough that uh, whoever she oh. was trying to get, well, I'm sure she could have a nanny. You know what gotcha. I'm saying? I don't. Yeah. I don't know. So the journalist with the thick accent goes to Italy to interview Aria, mm-hmm. and she appears to be living in a fantasy world, he says. She's denying basic facts about the case. 
Mm. She says she's innocent. He writes this article about how she's living in an alternative world, basically. Wow. She's Puerto Rican Mickey. Yeah. It was a robbery. Now, I know it wasn't a robbery, but I'll believe it was a robbery until I die. <laughs> and I don't regret it. And I don't I regret it, do it either. And I didn't do it. But well, I, I did it, but I didn't I do it. Didn't do it. Um, I didn't. Don't make me say it. <laughs> Don't you do it, Mankey. Don't you do it. Well, fine. Fine. I said it. I said it. And I don't regret it. Said it and forget <gasps> it. I'm Mickey. I wish she was like that. I wish I made her so much like worse that. than she actually She really is. doesn't do it like that badly, oh. but it's just, it's better if it is. So, yeah. all right. <laughs> now, so the FBI can't extradite Aria because if she's convicted, it could be a death penalty case and Italy won't extradite someone if they're going to be facing the death penalty. She's a smart cookie. Yeah. Do you think it was on purpose? Aria, uh, the FBI thinks it's on purpose and I go yeah. along with what my FBI candy guys say. Okay, so you think it is just because they say it. You didn't think it on your own? I definitely think she went to Italy for because she loves Italy and because it, they won't extradite. You think she loves Italy? Okay, I think she went there because they won't extradite. <laughs> but I do think she seems to really like Italy. Yeah. She seems to like traveling a lot. She has wanderlust. I don't think. I think you're giving her a lot of credit. So you think she just picked a country because... Yes, I think she picked Italy's the nicest... But Italy's a beautiful place Right, also. she picked the nicest country that had that policy. Right. And she's like, oh, I could live in Italy and exactly. do this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's no, she's no dummy. She is no dummy. I don't 100% know if the twins were on purpose so she couldn't get extradited. That I agree could sure have more that. been about the man. Yeah. So the FBI guys are stuck. They can't do anything, no matter how hot they might be. But an equally hot little Jewish man is coming for Aria. There you go. And he's wearing a polo shirt and two high pants and a little travel beret. And he's ready to he's party. he's going to Italy. <laughs> he's ready to party. Yep. Party Oy. here. <laughs> Say Abe's here. Oi, Abe's here. <laughs> I need a Jewish expression. Oh, yeah. Vey. Yeah, that's good. That's the classic one. Okay. Yeah. I wanted There's another something one. something about I, you keister, my, my, um. My keister's verklumped. Yeah, sure. But he's not, he's not New York Jewish, so it's not, yeah. No, he's, he's Canadian, Canadian Jewish, Jewish, which is very hard to do. That's cool. Yeah. No, I can't Boy, do that. Boy, I got spilkus in my connecticut's oink. A. A. <laughs> no, that's just the font. All Some right. maple syrup. We're just, we are insulting just huge There's amounts. a moose. There's a I moose. I don't know. Oh, boy. I don't know. So, what There's a the- moose in my good. <laughs> I just made up a word that sounded yeah. Jewish. Sorry. Yeah. That was really insulting. I apologize to you and your people. Go ahead. Thank you. One of the hot FBI guys was debating what to do. This is the most fascinating turn of phrase ever. Mm-hmm. Not turn of phrase, turn of moment. Turn of moment, yes. So when he had been debating what to do with his career when he was leaving the military, Mm -hmm. he was debating what he was going to do. When he saw the original Dateline episode featuring Adam's case, and he saw Abe cry. And when Abe cries, 
it's like when that Native American shed a single tear with a cigarette and it broke all of America. Sorry, Even it's not c- it's not cigarettes that he's throwing no, it's out. Trash. It's a cigarette. It's not. It's trash. I thought it was cigarette letter. Okay. No, it's like a bag of some sort, like a chip oh. bag or something, or a piece oh. of paper. I always thought it was a cigarette butt. Okay. I picture it like a Lay's potato chip bag, oh. but it, I think it might have just been a piece of paper. I don't think it was cigarettes because that would have been more a Smokey the Bear says only you can prevent forest fires commercial. Got it. So Abe crying convinced our hot FBI guy that he should become an FBI agent. And then he becomes one, has this great career. He's then working the job and is assigned this stack of cases. And he's going through the cases. And one of them starts to feel really familiar to him. And he realizes it's that case. That's unbelievable. That is so uncanny. I thought that was the coolest story. It's so beautiful. Uh It's almost as beautiful as his tight and right beard beautiful wow you really liked these fbi guys i just kind of thought they were cool i didn't necessarily think they were handsome oh twitter wasn't alone either oh twitter also twitter girls were thirsty for these fbi guys i hate that (laughs) (laughs) but also that um i have to say i wasn't threatened by them or angry at them so they weren't that handsome because i wasn't interesting i don't trust you right i wasn't annoyed or like get out of here i see Go get a real job. Like they I mean, seemed like stupid. every man enough. For yeah, to me, I, they just kind of—I have to say—they just kind of seem like heroes. Yes, we had a lot. This was like a hero-filled episode. They should just—they should rename the episode and just call it "Heroes." There are—it's a rare time when the two FBI guys who do that solve the case yeah. are not even the biggest heroes of the story. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. So, meanwhile, Abe, hero number uno, I think yeah, we can say. Yeah, I think we could call him el numero el uno. uno. What's hero in Spanish? I could be your hero, baby. Well, if Julio Iglesias, Enrique Iglesias, sorry, the son, said that I could be your hero, I don't remember the Spanish words to that. Oh. But I think Jennifer Love Hewitt was in that video. Am I wrong? She totally was. I had completely forgotten about that till this moment. I think she was. Oh, there's a helicopter. They're coming. They're coming for you. Because you didn't know. You didn't know. I did know. Jennifer Love Hewitt. I forgot. I did know it. And now I remember. And now I'm going to watch it. There's a helicopter that flies around the country to remind you of Jennifer Love Hewitt. If ever, like, you forget that she exists or is in things and is great and delightful, there's a helicopter that comes down and is like, boop, you forgot about love. I'm yeah. here to remind you. Go watch Can't Hardly Wait. Okay. <laughs> She's great. I love her. <laughs> so meanwhile, Abe has put his retirement on hold to fund his own personal <sighs> investigation into the case. It He's just like gets sweeter and hours. sweeter. I know, I know. I know. I know. So Abe hires PIs to follow Aria around in Italy. Mm-hmm. They find out everything about her life. She's living pretty good. Yeah. She has this boyfriend with the twins. She's working. She does stuff like as a tour guide. Oh, they had her friend. 
Were you going to talk yeah. about her friend? That her was friend weird. We had a Maria friend. And yeah. loved her. Thought she was so loved nice. Loved her. Was like super complimentary. And I couldn't tell if she just... English wasn't her first language, so she was being more complimentary than she needed to be because she didn't have words to replace, <laughs> right. like, you know, but just saying that, like, made the days go by, like, faster because she was a delight. And I was like, yeah. this is a huge, nice thing that you're saying about this woman who's pretty awful. Yeah. No, she is. I I don't know what that woman felt when she heard who she was dealing with. Yeah. Because I don't feel like she was in denial. I definitely feel like that woman, once she heard, was like, oh, no. Yeah. I shared her with her intimate details of my life. We were like best friends. Yeah. So Aria is living with her boyfriend, very happy, mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. word kind of gets around town that there's this black widow who is Aria, and she changed her name, and... I think it was maybe part of, like, the article that that guy wrote. It was. People it was, had found out about that. Yeah, I think it was a huge article in Puerto Rico, and it sort of somebody... Made its f- way. So my question is, are you a Black Widow if it's just one? I sort of assume Black Widow status comes with multiple dead husbands. It's a great question. I don't know the answer. Do you? No, I was wondering if you personally equate Black Widow with multiples. Yeah, I do, because I feel like there will be others unless she's stopped. Oh, okay. So I do, I think. All right, just curious. So Arya's boyfriend finds out, hey, the mother of my children isn't really this nice brunette named, what is it? Bibi, Bibi Dominici, Bibi Dominici, (laughs) I'll give you whatever you like. (laughs) Is that offensive? A Bibi Dominici sounds like an Italian adult film actress. 100%. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm sorry to any Bibi Dominicis out there that may be listening. What's so funny about it is, like, the picture that they keep showing of her with the brown hair. It's so mousy. It looks like she's trying to be, like, Mother Teresa. It does. Holding the baby, or, like, not Mother Teresa, more like Mother Mary. Oh, the Virgin, Holy. the Virgin Guadalupe. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. I see what you're like, saying. Yeah, yeah. just pure. And yep. you're saying she is actually perhaps an Italian Bibi adult star. Yes. So she, the boyfriend, freaks out, and they break up. She yeah. has to move out, and now she's the single mom of little twins. So what does she do? Just when you think she couldn't get any worse, she. Picks up a menorah and she heads down to the Jewish sector of Florence and convinces them to take in this poor Jewish widow. And they do because Jews are too nice to widows. Yeah. And she's not Jewish. She never converted. She says, I'm Jewish and my husband died in an accident. Wow. Poor me. They do this. Um, Natalie and the uh, detective bond over this. I bendito like this. That was my favorite. And that was also, I'll just give it to you early. Alternative title. I bendito. bendito. Yes. The way Natalie's delivery on that was priceless. Perfection. Yeah. Priceless. Aria uses fake birth certificates to show that she's Jewish. Fake. That's crazy. Birth Why doesn't she just say she converted? Because she well, was supposed to convert, but, but never converted. But there's no paperwork. And she is planning, 
to go to Israel. Okay. Isn't it so much easier to fake documentation about conversion than a birth certificate? I don't know the faking of documentation process. Okay. But I th- I feel like it's, in my head, it's way easier. Number two point. Obama's fake birth certificate yeah. was fairly easy and well done, I thought. Yeah, that's so, true. It was really, it was convincing. That's what yeah. It was. I was so convinced. <laughs> Here's my, my other thought that I had on this was, she speaks three languages. The friend set tells us that, which was surprising to me and a little annoying because I would like to speak three languages. Um, but she doesn't speak Hebrew, right? No. How but is most she passing? People in Israel, most people speak English. They don't learn Hebrew. No, they do both. They're bilingual. Sure. So shouldn't she also be bilingual? Not if she's not Israeli. She's Jewish. Like, I'm Jewish, but I don't speak Hebrew. Sorry, but where you didn't go to Hebrew school? I can read it fine. Can she? But I can, I don't know if no one's ever, like, said, read this prayer. I'm just saying it's a lot of work to fake it. Give me a prayer, I can read it. And it is a lot of work. You go to school for years. I was going to say. It's a totally different alphabet, and it's very hard. This is. But I don't speak it conversationally or anything. But she can't do anything because she never converted. So she's going to have to study up is what I'm saying, that this is a complicated lie that she's decided to go with. A lot of Jewish people do not have bar bat mitzvahs and don't Mm -hmm. learn Hebrew, especially women didn't always have bat mitzvahs. Now, if they were Mm -hmm. super religious or grew up speaking Hebrew or going to temple, they would probably know a little, but... I don't think it's like a disqualifier. I don't think they're testing her, these Jewish people. They well, seem let's to hope be, not. They, no, they seem to be very just accepting of what she's saying. Plus, she has doc- these documents. And she she's has, doing the I bendito. Exactly. Yeah. So she uses these fake birth certificates to show that she's Jewish, which also means that her daughters are Jewish. And this <sighs> all goes along with her wanting to go to Israel I say go to Israel. It's hot as a Becky's protege wandering for 40 years in the desert. So have fun, Aryan Nation. Go to Israel. It's fine. So you'll love it. Arya is traveling all over, wanting to be a tour guide. I think she'd be pretty good. It'd be like, here's where I pretended to be pregnant to get in to see wedding crashers for free and here's where i pretended i broke my leg to get a free soft pretzel like she's just scamming her way through the country that's a pretty good tour yeah the fbi tries to catch her when she's traveling to all these other places but by the time they get the paperwork in order she's gone from those places Mm -hmm. so then i had the great idea like one commercial break before the hot fbi guys had the great idea (laughs) But I, I mean, I said it, I had it, but I didn't call them or anything. Like they got it on their own. But they didn't need you I, this time. That's okay. I had the but same you did have this idea. Uh huh. They did. That's good. Yes, I said create a fake job for her, and then she'll have to be in that location at that time, and then you can arrest her. So exactly. they decide to create a fake travel job for her, like a tour guide job, mm-hmm. and it'll be for a ton of money. And she is greedy; she won't turn down the money. So it's a good old-fashioned sting operation, mm-hmm. which mark off sting operation on the bingo cards. The agents negotiate 
with her through these like travel agent agencies. Mm-hmm. They got the like travel agencies like in on it too, kind of, or they're they're pretending to be a company that represents this group of J- Jewish American tourists. And oh, you think they got a tra- an actual travel agency in on it? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. They say that they are negotiating with her to do this job through the normal agencies that she's already worked with. Oh, okay. I I must have missed that. In my head, this was a full alias situation where, like, it's all fake. Like, no, because they, they didn't every... want her to be suspicious. So yeah. they used an agency that she had already worked with in the past. Got it. So they're negotiating with her for two months back wow. and forth before she agrees to do this job. And it's a group of Jewish American travelers that want to go to Spain. And Mm -hmm. she's going to fly to Spain and meet them there and give them tours. So she gets on the plane. She lands in Spain. Instead of meeting the Jews, she meets the police, which I loved because she was full on using the Jews who have been through enough. And Uh now it's a Jewish tour group that got her. So I thought that. that was full circle. That was great. Yeah. So... They, the FBI finally gets her. It's been eight years since Adam's death. Wow. They also arrest her sister and her sister's boyfriend at the same time in Puerto Rico. They were like, go, we got the, give it, we have this go signal, go in Puerto Rico. And then in Puerto Rico, they arrest the brother. And they the made it seem sister. very exciting. Like it was a full simultaneous. I loved that. that synchronized made me really watches happy. maybe yep. happened. Do you I think know. they synchronized yeah, maybe they had they all had like alarms set, and it was like okay. And then they had a big board set up, and they were all standing yes. around, like like not like NASA when the, they have the space launch, but a smaller yeah. scale. Yes. yes, and like okay, we're a go, we're a go in San Juan, <laughs> we're a go in San Juan to pick up brother one and sister two. <laughs> I think it was like you know the picture of Obama and Hillary when they're getting Bin Laden, yes, and they're uh-huh. listening to the feeds mm-hmm. of the Navy Six team. It's totally like that. Yeah. There we go. That's how evil this woman is. Yeah. Now, they tell Abe, and this is the best. He is so happy that they finally got her that he forgets to thank the FBI guy, and he feels badly about it now, so badly that he tells Natalie Morales about it, that that was very rude of him to not have thanked him. Like, how can... I? That Jewish guilt will get you every time. Yeah. But... That is adorable that that's how, what he was concerned about. It's but really he's sweet. so happy. And then Abe's wife, who is adorable, and I know I gave her slack for not being out there investigating. She won it for me with this next quote. She says that she doesn't trust that it's over yet because Arya is slippery, best expression ever, yeah. and extremely mischievous. <laughs> I loved that so that is the nicest way to describe a pure murdering sociopath. Right. She's slippery. E- extremely mischievous. Like, like an a elf. toddler. Yeah. Like an elf. Like, like a little no. puppy that's getting into your like things. Yeah, no, she's straight up coordinated to get yeah. your son brutally yeah. murdered on the street. Yeah. Okay. So Let's mischievous. Yeah. So Natalie says to us. As we go to commercial, mm-hmm. because she knows, she's been watching Dateline, she knows a Mank Turner phrase when she hears one. If you thought this was the end of the saga, you haven't been paying attention. 
Oh, oh good, good boy. Job. But you're wrong, Natalie, because I've been paying attention. Yeah. I type notes while I watch. I've almost been paying attention. <laughs> Katie was doing her makeup, but she was also listening. Sure was. My mom was in the kitchen making my dad dinner, but she was she kind of knew who Arya was. Wait, what's going on? Was was she yes. saying that? Okay, good. Yes. Good who is mom. she? Yeah. Who died? So Arya is in jail, but you know what's not all tied up in chains? Her tubes. I don't know where. I'm trying to do a joke there. I'm so sorry. That sounded like you were going into an advertisement for Lola. It really did. And I was like, what? We don't know. No. That's not incorrect. Something about she's all tied up with handcuffs, but her tubes aren't tied up. Okay. Um, Yeah. I can't think of one right now. We'll go with that. Let's okay. go with it. I'm, I'm, okay. da- I'm here for it. I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. So she gets pregnant. Holy Moses. In That's jail. Nuts. In jail in Spain by another inmate. That, Not even is, a prison guard. Orange is the new black. <laughs> That's Orange is the new hoe bag. So, okay. What kind of pr- where's what the prison? What kind of prison? Are they? Is it co-ed? Do they get to hang out together in the yard? What is happening? Okay, so it's definitely not by another inmate. They're just That's what saying they said. they're they're saying that because they cannot say that it is <gasps> that it was a guard actual, or an official at the present. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It is that definitely not an inmate. Yeah. But I still like wow, Spanish jails are like Temptation Island. Interesting. Okay. So her extradition is now pushed. Until she pushes that baby out of her birthing canal. Mm-hmm. And she gives birth to a girl. And the FBI immediately goes to extradite her and the baby. But not on a commercial airline. Because apparently any delay in the extradition process can cause the whole thing to be called off. Like if there's any makes delay, sense to me. Italy can just say, forget it. We're not going to we, do this anymore. We've I'm changed going our home. Minds. It's yeah. not Italy, it's Spain, right? Sorry, Spain yeah. can just be like, we're done. Peace out. We don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. We're, we're keeping her. So the FBI guys are like, Arya might cause a scene on the plane. Yeah. Like I'm in the middle seat and they ran out of pretzels or my earbuds don't work and I can't watch Game of Thrones. And Cersei is my favorite character. Mm-hmm. So they think, well, we need a private jet. So the FBI guy goes to the FBI and requests the FBI director's plane. That's crazy. That was crazy. That's the, high, That's hardcore. The other FBI interview that we have is who exactly? He is the ex... He's used to be an FBI assistant guy. Assistant director. Yeah. And he's big. He's up high. And yeah. he used to also be in the Puerto Rico beat. Okay. I'm just wanting... No, because... Is he the one that tells us about the plane, or does yes, Kowalski he does. tell us? No, okay. he's the one who went, and he's the one who got her and flew with her. Okay. Yeah. And Kowalski went, too. Yes, you're right. Kowalski okay. went, too. Okay. So she gets a private plane ride, though. Like, a re- she's flying like a G6, like a G6. With her baby. Like, with the baby. Like, they see me rolling. They hate in. Because I'm so cool. Yeah, you know? I was ignoring it the first time, but now I you kept just, doing you it. Kept doing, you kept going. I, those are the only two songs I know that are cool like that. <laughs> okay. Um, so the FBI, when they land. Wait, sa- stop. You missed the yes. best part. Okay. 
which is Kowalski can't tell us what they talked about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't I couldn't get over it. So the FBI says to Arya when they land, do you want to spend a few minutes to say goodbye to your baby? This may be the last time that you ever see her. It's very sad. And mm-hmm. Arya says, can I put on some makeup instead? Because there will be cameras. That's a woman that's almost as addicted to makeup as Katie. Maybe. I don't know. But speaking of makeup, I think it's time for Katie's Makeup Corner, and I want to talk about Thrive Cosmetics. That's right, guys. We finally got a cosmetic yes. sponsor. Best day ever for Katie. I was so excited. And I was really excited because I know all about Thrive. If you haven't heard of Thrive Cosmetics, and it's cosmetics spelled C-A-U-S-E instead of C-O-S, because... because. They are a beauty brand and a philosophy that goes beyond skin deep and empowers women. They are based out of LA, where we are. They create high-performance, vegan, 100% cruelty-free formulas. Yes, without I the love use, that. Uh-huh, of parabens or sulfates. F parabens and sulfates. Honestly, the cruelty-free bunny is the best thing you can see on cosmetics right now. Mm-hmm. So for every product that you purchase, they donate to help women thrive. That is how I know that Aria did not use Thrive Cosmetics, because she's not into helping other women. No, she absolutely didn't. And those kind of causes are emerging from homelessness, surviving Mm. domestic abuse, fighting cancer. Oh, I love that. It's an impressive company. So let's talk really quick about the products, because we got to try some stuff. Yeah. We got to sort of try the gambit. Now, the only thing I knew about Thrive Cosmetics was their mascara, because it's been widely praised, widely reviews, and considered one of the best mascaras out there right now. And it really is. I have it on right now. And if I actually decide to leave my apartment today, I know I'm going to get compliments. It's surprisingly good, especially because sometimes when you hear about things that are natural ingredients, they sometimes have the connotation that they're not going to work. This stuff all works incredibly well. But the mascara in particular doesn't flake. It doesn't clump. It really lengthens eyelashes. And my mom stole mine. Mm. I got to use it one day. And she's like, I love that mascara in the teal tube. I would give you mine, but I'm not going to do that. It's awesome. I knew it was going to be good. And it totally is. And you can also remove it with water. Sorry, this is not a makeup review. I just know a lot about makeup. But I was honestly startled that the rest of the products are also just as good as the mascara. Yeah. The overnight sleeping mask is phenomenal. And it's filled with really good things for your skin, things to hydrate and moisturize and then diminish the fine lines and age spots. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have either of those things. No. But I will be using the product tonight. It's unbelievable. And especially for me who has problematic skin, I'm suffering from some acne right now. And it is formulated to help with that. And everything makes me break out. And this does not. Also, the eyeliner and the highlighter are perfect. But I'm, I'll go to detail I, I about those I do not like later. makeup. You know I don't like makeup. I know and I was don't. playing around with it the second I got it because the packaging was so cute. Mm-hmm. And I was fully doing my makeup in front of the TV. And I thought, oh, I'm like, this is what Katie does. Yeah. It's fun. I think I told you when we found out that they were going to sponsor us that you were really going to like this company. I knew you were going to like their stuff. And it lives up to any hype that it's gotten. It absolutely lives up to it and surpasses it. So we are lucky enough to have been given a discount code. Start thriving and help women in need today by going to thrivecosmetics.com slash date dateline and enter code date dateline for 15% off your first purchase. 
Yes. That's T-H-R-I-V-E-C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash date dateline. Enter code date dateline and get 15% off your order. It's a really great company with a great message that creates some really good products. So please go and check them out. This is coming from a makeup lover. I would not lead you astray. Yay. Let's thrive together, ladies. Thank you, Thrive. Aria is now finally going to trial. And Abe sees her in the courtroom and says, welcome back from your European vacation. Holiday he roll. Was- Uh, that seriously, he was so proud of that. He was so proud of that line. I love him. Oh gosh, Abe, come to Thanksgiving at my house. It would yeah. be so fun. He's good people. So Arya pleads not guilty, which is hilarious. So yeah. does her sister and her sister's boyfriend. Real quick, what did the sisters and the sister's boyfriend? They just helped in the planning of it, but we don't Correct. know exactly what they did. The three of them are the ones that approached. El Pollo Loco. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So they were fully in on it. Right. Like they helped come up with the scheme and everything. Got it. Uh, and helped negotiate with him. Got so it. the mom is on the steps speaking to reporters. Wow. Aria's mom. Ooh, mom. Saying that her daughter is a victim and it's all being pinned on her because they're poor. And um, that she is the Puerto Rican sh- version of Joni. I said, Kimberly didn't do it. She did. No, she didn't. That friend of hers made her do it. She's had such a hard time in life. She had, she needed braces when she was younger. Oh, boy. And she hurt her ankle, and sometimes her hair gets really frizzy. You don't know what she's been through. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, sure. Aria had nothing to do with it. That's why she fled countries and changed her name. Baby. Sure. Baby Dominici. Got it. Sure, Juanita. No, I'm just I'm doing sure, Jan. Sure, Juanita. Her name is Juanita? No, just because it's sure, it's a sure, Jan. Oh, sure. Oh, I get it. Because Jan is the. Yeah. That's great. No one's going to get it. But I'm going to leave it in because it's. I had to explain it to you, so I don't think you did have to explain it. it to me, but that's all right. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna but keep I'm not, saying I, it. I'm gonna keep saying it till someone laughs. My head sure, hurts Juanita. real bad, so don't. I someone else is gonna get it. Okay. <laughs> Just write me on Twitter if you get it, please. It'll make me feel I, better. I get you. I got you, girl. <laughs> so there's a letter. So there is proof here. There's mm-hmm. a letter they bring up in court that's written by the crazy one to Arya's sister. This is another reason how the sister is involved, mm-hmm. saying. I did my part. Now I need to get paid. Now, it is written in the most beautiful handwriting, like a 15-year-old girl writing with a teal gel pen. Perfection. Do 15-year-olds have good handwriting? Yes. 15-year-old girls that have been practicing. Oh, like me. Uh Uh-huh. With a gel pen. And it's in teal. And I think it's written with a gel pen. So I feel like his younger sister wrote the letter. Um, oh. I they did release the letter in English on Twitter. If and you have any interest in it, please. I have, of course, I have interest. Okay, okay. It says in part, I don't want excuses, and I mean it when I say that I'm counting on you guys to help me regarding this great favor. Ooh, is he what he did? Is the favor? Yeah, 
you guys denied me the 30000 that I asked to borrow from you, and please don't lie to me anymore by telling me that you're broke, because then I'll really get blanked, blanked, in Ooh. a way that you guys don't want to see. What's blanked, blank? I think it's like effed up. Like maybe he oh. owes money to some bad guys. Oh, And then okay. it says... Well, now I need 200000 in order to be able to take care of myself and pay off some bills, debts, and other things that I can't tell you about. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, like an operation? My, my subscription to Skinamax. Yeah, I, I, I've been like very, I'm getting a, a tummy tuck later I and I don't want to. Is he having extreme know. plastic surgery? What's going on? What can he tell us about? Is he getting butt injections? He's totally getting butt injections. Uh, Marcia, with all due respect, I want you to talk to your sister and I want you to, with all due respect, I think it's a very nice touch. That is, wow. I want you to talk to your sister and I want you to tell her that I need the money. <laughs> what? so good. It's so good. By March 12th or March 18th. Wait, what? <laughs> he gives two options. No, is this lost in translation? This is lost no. in translation. It's got to be between March 12th and March 18th. But no. that is really weird. By March 12th or March... He's like, by March 12th. Okay, fine. Maybe March 18th. Okay. But March 18th is the absolute latest. I cannot have I it I cannot stress after. that enough. Yeah. Like, maybe the 20th would be okay. But yeah. I really, if it's the 21st, that's far too late. Yeah. Um, so by March 12th Everything's or March... due on the 18th. <laughs> March 12th or March 18th, 2006. He says the year. 2006. Oh this oh. year when I'm writing you this letter. Not Just so they don't... Well, they don't get it confused. <laughs> right. Um, and I hope you don't let me down again. Because Ooh. if you do then you are going to hurt me for real. And I'm going to have to take strong action against you guys. Ooh, ooh, I don't really want to do that, but you're jerking me around. Ooh. So earlier he says effed up or something like that. And now he's just saying jerking me around. Well, he's, he's crazy. So oh, he's crazy. He's the crazy one. Wait, that is, wow. Right. I know. But also, where are these amounts of money? Wasn't he owed three million? See, he's lying to the cops. Well, yeah, three he said the 30000 is- and then the 200000 So maybe it was all supposed to come in payments. But he knows that they haven't received the money. By the way, the she never received that money. We right. didn't say that because, because the dad, Abe, was the executor of Adam's estate. And he thought she had something to do with it. He kind of withheld that money from mm. her. And then there were eventually investigations and she was, they wanted to extradite her, but, you know, so she never got that money. Hmm. The crazy one takes the stand and admits everything and that it was Arya's idea. And then Arya herself takes the stand. Of course she does. Yeah. Of course she takes the stand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's super arrogant and she thinks she can convince them she's like a poor widow. Mm -hmm. But they, they don't buy it. The jury doesn't buy it and she's found guilty. She walks by Abe during the sentencing. She says to Abe, are you happy now? Which is not just a 90s lyric from like, a, do you remember? Are you happy now? I think it's Michelle it, Branch. Is it the garbage song? No. No. I think it might be Michelle Branch or someone like that. Oh. I barely Michelle Branch. It's Michelle Branch. Look at you. 
Oh my god, I'm so happy now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So she says that to Abe, which is, I mean, it's infuriating. Oh yeah. Flames on the side of my... Do Mm -hmm. not talk to sweet baby Abe like that. Yeah, leave him be. Mrs. Do not you dare speak to our Abe like that. No. And he tells her to shut up. He's... I think embarrassed that he couldn't think of anything else to say. Man, but I, I would think be. it's you know it's like the ultimate jerk store situation. Do yes. you know that episode of Seinfeld? Yes, I do. I do. Like what I should have said. What would I? I should have said. I'll yeah. be happy when you get the death penalty or something like that. Or I, I'll never be happy now. What's What's funny is that I would have probably wanted a moment like that. So I feel like I would have had something rehearsed for oh, that, like something ready, like because you just want to say something, mm-hmm. but maybe not. But uh, yes, but I even would... if you planned it when you're in that moment, your yeah. a good idea goes out the window. I have to say I feel his pain because I would oh, have yeah. wanted to say something so good. Yeah. Yeah. Or if ever there's a cause to slap someone across the face. Oh, yeah. Maybe this is it. This is it. You Ugh. have carte blanche, buddy. Go for Go. it. Yeah. The police are not going to pull you away. Yeah. So Arya's twins are with their dad in Italy. Mm-hmm. And her baby daughter lives with her mom in Puerto Rico because the mom has done such a great job of raising daughters thus far. Terrible. I'm a little worried about those. Uh, I think that's going to be rough. That daughter is going to be an even bigger... I yeah, hope she that's does gonna well. Be a problem. But this is bad. This yeah. is we're going to be seeing some datelines. I don't know. Mm. Um, B-roll bonanza. Mm-hmm. What you got? There's a photo of Adam on a boat with a cigar, and oh, I didn't a see that. Giant uh, '90s cell phone. Oh, there we go. I didn't know if he was joking around or if he really was one of the guys from the Wolves of Wall Street. Maybe. I mean, he's a big real estate tycoon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Adam's parents have their photos in albums because they're perfect. Oh, yes, they do. Good job, my Jews. And the journalist, did you notice something about the journalist when he types? No. Did he hunt and peck? No. He types with one finger, his ring finger, up in the air. Did it have a ring on it? No. Oh, what does do it you, usually have a ring on it? I don't know. I have seen people, like, that is, I have seen that, like, little antenna. But like not the do. pinky, the ring. Oh, that I don't know. That seems difficult, and, like, he's ambidextrous, because I can't even lift my ring finger without moving my other fingers. It's like a very, like, drinking tea with the queen kind of way to type, but maybe it was broken once really badly in softball or something, and now he can't bend it properly. There you go. That's injury. what I was guessing. A, a journalism-related injury. Maybe he was on the case. It could be. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe he fell on some cobblestone streets. So let's just talk about the cobblestone streets, her outfit, the white jumpsuit. This is sort oh, of we're jumping to fashion police? Well, I'm just, it's part of the B-roll because you yeah. jumped it. So she wears that white jumpsuit, which is so perfect I and wonderful. I can't express how jealous I am. That she can wear that and look so amazing in it. It looks great. It's cruise wear. She was wearing cruise wear when I wanted to buy for the cruise. That's what that Uh, is. I wanted that. Perfection. 
yeah, she looked like a million dollars. And then I guess we will do fashion police because then that's contrasted with uh, Aria. Her pictures after, right after Adam dies and she's out of recovery and she has, I'm sure you saw it, and she's in the white suit. Yes, with the big flower. And she has crutches, but they're the arm crutches. Oh, that, yes, And yes. it's confusing. And then she yeah. has this very weird, like, short bob, like, right above her ears, but it's wavy. It's like, it looks like a wig. It's, yeah. It doesn't look like her. I'm like, who is that? Who's that weirdo? Like, it's Maybe the, they had to cut part of her hair because she got a nick on the head. It looks that, real weird. Did you see? Why did the, she have to have those crutches with the arm things? I don't know. Maybe that's all the they head. had available. They should be wheeling her out. I don't, and there were a lot of questions, but it was the contrast of that white suit and then Natalie's white suit. Who wore it better? Natalie. Obviously. Like, yeah. I can't, who wore it better? Natalie. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Um, right. Aria's friend, Aria slash Beatrice. Yes. Dominici. Baby Dominici. <laughs> Uh, her Italian friend is being interviewed in Florence, yeah. and she has her purse on her lap and is mm-hmm. holding it really tight, which I've never seen before. Like, usually you don't see women with their purses on Dateline. If they're being interviewed, they put the purse on the floor or a producer holds the purse or something. I don't know if it was actually being interviewed for Dateline or like a syndicate, someone local was interviewing her, but she's holding the purse on her lap. Like, was it thievery? May, thievery, I think it was. I think she was worried about thievery. Hmm. Yeah, I was concerned about that. Okay. A few people on Twitter thought that Natalie was maybe trying to copy Andrea's white jeans in that no. pantsuit. No. I think it was an homage. Pipe down. I think Sorry. she was doing her own thing. <laughs> she did not. No, Andrea has yet to have seen it. I'm yet to have seen a jumpsuit on Andrea. No, that's true. No, Never. Natalie killed it. She looked great and classy and cruise and wear. And we welcome but her to the Dateline family. Yes. The more the merrier. Yes. There's room for us all. And this was a great story. She did really, I thought she did a really good job. She did. Yeah. It was a great story. It was a great episode. And um, she asked good questions. Wait, I don't know where this even goes. It's probably not B-roll, but the, the FBI ex-director, the one that's not part of your FBI candy team. Yeah. Um, he, he was bothering me a lot because he kept saying, well, Natalie, he kept saying he her name. He did say it Natalie. Was driving me nuts. I was yes. like, you are not her familiar. You are we, an interview. Katie and I are her familiars now. And I would probably not even say her name unless I was trying to get her attention. I would not be like, oh Ms. my gosh. Morales? Natalie, you would not believe this. No, it just seems very familiar. It does seem very we familiar. We are acquaintances and yeah. I would not deign to do that. No, I was protective and up in arms like when someone I, says, well, Josh. Yeah, I felt like this was a little condescendy mm. and I did not appreciate it. I was very angsty about it. It was not, I was not having it. FB hottie and FB naughty. I don't know. That's good. I like that. You like that? I did. But like you that. don't like FBI candy. I do like FBI candy. I'm mad I didn't think of it. I do uh, like huh? it. Yeah. Uh, it's, not, uh. it's not because of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's one more thing I wanted to talk about. Sorry. And I didn't bring it up at the time and I should have. Okay. When Agent Kowalski says that he can't say what they talked about on the plane. Mm hmm. Which I was kind of my OMG moment because I thought about that the most. And I was like, what? Why? So here's why I think they can't. Is it because he is using 
like special FBI interrogation techniques to try to get her to give information. And he can't talk about his technique. Not even a little. Oh. They were already taking her to trial. So it's just that they can't reveal stuff probably that was, I don't know. It's like a, I don't know. Maybe it's not Why a, can't they a close case. It? Maybe there's more to it. I don't know. But it, yeah, because why can't he say what they talked about? If he was just like, oh, she's delusional. He couldn't, he didn't say a word. Is that just protocol that they don't? I think it just must be pro, that must, that's the right word for it. I think that oh. must be protocol. You were not fascinated by this. I really wanted to know. I was like, what? But he gave us why? the gist of it. He said the gist was she did not behave like someone who really believed that this was happening. Like she was in denial and shock that she was actually being arrested. He said that? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, he did say that. Okay. Hmm. All right. Um, also- Do you, you think they were comparing, like, super secret, like, brownie recipes or something? No, no, I mean super secret. I think more like he could not reveal what was said because it would give away things that the FBI does. Mm. That's what I felt. I felt like it was more about his own work protocols that they can't talk about how they interrogate or how they ask questions. I think that's super fascinating and would be really cool. But mm-hmm. I don't think he was, it was his job to interrogate her at this point. I think I just, they were just transporting her. I'm sorry, interrogate is the wrong word. More like techniques used in a casual conversation to extract information. Right. But I didn't know. I don't know. That's what I was kind of hoping it, but it was. But would that be on the record? Like, no, what it would happens? be on like, the record. Does she ask for a lawyer? Can, what happens when it's FBI? I don't know. It goes in the files? I don't know. <laughs> the files. Those are... <laughs> That's all I got. Also, I would um, love to see those files of that I'm FBI all, candy. There's one more thing. This is a little morbid, but and it's B-roll, but um, I felt like Adam's tombstone was probably the most beautiful headstone I've ever seen. Yeah, we Jews know what we're doing. They showed it, and I was like, oh, that is absolutely stunning. That black slate. Yeah, that was... It was beautiful, and it was a beautiful tribute. And then all the pictures of Abe, like, in the cold by the the headstone. It was a lot. That was very sweet. Do you have any titles? Because I have not one. Um, no, my titles are all pretty terrible. I just had, like, an aria for Adam, because aria is also a song. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I wrote alliteration abounds. I don't know why. Um, how about an uncanny ability? Mm-hmm. Um, and not able to change. What does that mean? That's just aria. She was unable to change. I don't know. I was just trying to come up with able things. What about pink skirt, high pants? Oh, that's all right. That's okay. Pink, high pants, solve the case. Yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, that wasn't a title. I was just saying that's what happened. Yeah. No, he did. He did. He did crack the case. He's like one of those guys from like the 1940s, like a detective movie. Oh, like uh, who has the really high pants? Cary Grant in Bringing Up Baby. Oh, he all, oh, Carrie. The highest of pants. Love those highest pants. All right. I'm ready for Twitter if you are. Okay. It sounds Um, like they were a buzzin'. Yes, they were. Were people complimentary and kind about Natalie? Most part. For the most part. There's always a few stinkers that are like, who is this lady? Stop it. It's Natalie. But remember that one tweet from, um, a month or two ago and they were like what do you think was recorded on that mysterious phone call and someone put i miss natalie morales on dateline (laughs) (laughs) that's probably would be joni like we ask a question i think kimberly should talk more and katie should talk less (laughs) 
<laughs> so, so people were very nice, except for those few losers who were like, who is this person? Lame. All right. Yeah. Uh, Pam C., who is our friend on Twitter, there's not much doubt as to who will be date Dateline's MVP in this one. We didn't really even have to do it because it's so freaking obvious that it's Abe. Abraham? It's, again, we have multiple MVPs. I also liked all of the friends. Every mm-hmm. single one. Cross the board. Every, even the FBI guy that you thought was condescending was still an MVP. He was. They all were. Yeah. Also, the guy that was in prison that didn't do it, Jonathan, with the subway hat. Mm-hmm. I go buy him some subway. Now... Emily Atkinson said, date, date line, alternative title for the pink skirt mystery, a murderer has no name. Hashtag House Stark. You won't get that. It's an Arius Stark joke. Can you tell me? I can't believe you couldn't get her name. Can you please, um, what, does uh, Cersei die? I'm not telling you anything. Tell me that. Nope, not telling you anything. Does Tyrion die? Not telling you anything. Does John, who is the, who wins the Game of Thrones? Not telling you. Oh Rose, you say, says, okay, I'm going to be saying dang in replacement for some other words there for you. this tweet from Rose, you say. That's how dang, good it is. Dang, Italy, you make some great food, but gosh, dang you with the trying to, <laughs> I can't do it, but I wow. really like this tweet. Okay, you do it. Okay. Dang, Italy, you make some great food, but gosh dang, you keep trying people like Amanda Knox, and then you let some hoe bag from Puerto Rico live there carefree? So she's just like mad at Italy. Excellent wow. point, though. Yeah, it is an excellent point. Good point. What yep. do you do in Italy? Uh, T Swift SBT13. Oh, she's a Swifty like me. Aria still doesn't look great with all that makeup. Ooh, the burn. <laughs> burn. Check out Thrive Cosmetics, Aria. Oh, wait. They probably don't deliver to prison. They probably do. They probably help prisons. <laughs> Nikki Bay for life. Aria is the Puerto Rican Pam Hup. Ooh. Yep. I don't know. I think they're a little different. Sorry, I don't mean to argue with her. No, you're right. I don't don't argue with Nikki. I'm sorry, She'll Nikki. come at you. No, you're right. Scooby the dog, if they really want to punish Arya, they should put her in a room with the green dress lady. She'd rip her to shreds. Um, her friend. The art oh, Adam's yeah. friend with the green dress. Yeah. That really enunciated everything she Ooh, said. I was liked like, her. This is about vengeance. She's successful. I she, like her. She radiates success. I was like, can you sh- tell me about business? Like, <laughs> she was great. Also, um, I loved when the friends came to the defense when, because the one thing Natalie asked was, Abe is really obsessed, seemed really obsessed with finding out what happened. And all three of them were like, no, I wouldn't say obsessed. I would say I would determined. Say, but then he said, like, he was a machine that was never going to stop until he got yeah. the result. And I was like, that's obsessed, guys. No, but I think it it definitely obsessed has a more negative connotation and they were trying to flip it. And I thought right. that was very sweet. Although I don't think that's what Natalie meant. But no, that's I don't right. think yeah. she meant it. it. Yeah. But it was sweet that they came to the defense immediately. That, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Shelly said, if Aria saw these two hot FBI guys, she would probably follow them right back to the States straight to prison. Mm-hmm. That's why Kowalski couldn't talk about it. Oh, cause she's like, are you part of the Mile High Club? I go by BB. 
Summer of Soaps. Arya moving to another country and dyeing her hair. This really is a telenovela. So a lot of people online thought it was a full-on telenovela. That's interesting. That's funny. I mean, really, the plot twists of, like, faking pregnancy and then getting pregnant with twins under an assumed name Mm -hmm. and having somebody kill your husband and then the wrong guy goes to jail. Like... Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a great, oh, I need to watch more telenovelas. They sound awesome. Yeah. Oh, this is interesting. So this is from Dateline producer, is that Jonathan Ramon filed a wrongful conviction lawsuit, and he settled for an undisclosed amount of money. And he, they think he moved to the U.S. mainland, but the lawyer who identified him as the murderer, the eyewitness... Was a lawyer? Uh, it was a lawyer who was oh. the eyewitness. Died in strange circumstances days before he was supposed to testify in Arya's trial. Whoa. He was found dead in an apartment building. The, first, the authorities said that he was murdered, but then they said he fell from the roof of the building. Wow. Yeah. So what does that mean? Well, it wouldn't mean that Arya had him killed because someone else did so on he Arya's helps behalf? her case because he's the one who said it was the other guy. Oh my! Yeah, it's very interesting. Huh. Um, wow! So- Marsha Summer of Soap said, "Oh snap! It's been spelled Aurea all night. A U R E A." And uh, Flutie's girl said, yeah, but she doesn't deserve the respect of spelling it correctly. Uh, (laughs) And then they said, it's going to be A-R-I-A in the telenovela. So we're good. Um, M&M Mundane says, Aria is as slippery as a handful of water. There we go. I love that phrasing. Uh, Sharon Champagne said, I hope they erased any documents stating she was Jewish. And I was like, yes. We do not want her on our roster. Kick her off the team, please. Yep. Yep. Let's bench her and get her out of the league completely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Prairie Parsons says, Abe being so apologetic about how he responded to the FBI agents, so Canadian. Aw. (laughs) They are super apologetic, right? Sorry. Sorry. So sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Tanya Turner said, can the ID channel give Abe his own show, please and thank you. Yeah. Yeah. More than able. <laughs> That's what it could be called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Brad Milner said, oh, the, he, this killed me, when Jonathan Ramon got his undisclosed amount from his wrongful conviction, he said his first purchase, dot, 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 and then has a gif of a Subway sandwich, like the longest Subway sandwich in the world. Oh. It was funny. Um, Brad Milner again. Uh, you're doomed if you're called El Loco. You really only have one path in life. That's true. No, that's it. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, Brad it was Milner just about- El Loco? That was I it. don't know. It was just El Loco. I think it was just El Loco. I still think it's El, Loco. El Uno Loco. No, no I think it was just El Loco. I think it was. I think he's right. It was just El Loco. El Loco. Yeah. That's right. Hmm. And now we're going to get a lot of tweets with people telling us it's just El Loco and they haven't listened to the end. Darn it. Darn it. I hate when that happens. Sorry. Um, Brad Milner again said, both will receive multiple marriage proposals tonight and calls to the FBI. May I speak to Agent Hottie McHottiestein? Right. 
Do you think, I swear to God, ladies were, like, really ready, like, tweeting at the FBI, can you set me up with this man? Are they single? Either one is fine. Like, wow. the the thirst was real. I know Ugh. you hate that expression. Ugh. Yes. Ugh. Why does that expression bother you so much? I don't know. I don't like it. Is it because thirst is like the opposite of moist? No, it just sounds... It sounds gross. It makes me think of like a dog panting. Ew. And that's like why I'm gross. It's like that's it's derogatory sounding to me. Oh, I Ugh. understand. You're looking out for us girls. I am kind of. I'm trying. Yeah. Um, that's all we have tonight, you guys. But thank you so much for listening. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And consider checking out our Patreon page. Uh, we have extra bonus episodes every month that you get and you get them all if you sign up now so like dozens of old episodes that you get that no one's heard before but patreons and a new one coming i think next week oh my god we better get started it's time already okay so uh thank you everyone and don't watch alone uh watch with watch on a boat with a cigar giant subway and a cigar. With a lady named Beatrice Dominici. Oh, no. Do- Stay away from anybody named Bibi Dominici. Bibi Dominici. That's also a red flag, by the way. Just that name Just is name? a red flag. <laughs> can, it can happen, and that's one. That's it. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Hang out with the Jews. We're good people. They are. Oh. But sometimes too good. Good job, Abe. Good <laughs> job. And good job, Natalie. And all those Jews in Florence don't help any more widows. Oh, God. Just so a helpful. warning. Just don't. Really? I know. She's ruined it for all the actual widows out there. She's yeah. just one bad egg. It's okay. It's okay. El Pollo Loco egg. One loco huevo. One huevo is, loco. I'm so just lo siento for all of the horrible accents in this episode. Bye, everybody. Adios. <laughs>